Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have the lovely Vedika all the way from Asia. And um, she's going to tell us about her experience of growing up in India and then moving to America and then finally ending up with us in London. So nice to have you here today, Vedika. Yeah. Okay, so first question would be... What was it like? What kind of child were you when mm-hmm. you were growing up? Right. In school? Yeah, taking it all the way back. Um, so I had a unique childhood because my parents were traveling um, a lot of the time. So it's just my younger brother. He is less than two years younger than me. So we're like effectively twins. And we had a big dog. Um, and you said it's two years younger than you less than two years so yeah exactly um and yeah we just like loved um like being in charge of the house like it was our like running our own little government um and in terms of what what type of child i was um i think i was very curious um i was like constantly like trying to explore the neighborhood organizing stuff um i remember this one time um we organized a hide and seek match but with the entire neighborhood it's all kids all kids all kids like maybe 20 20 of us and like you could hide anywhere in the neighborhood but you had to come up with like ground rules because you didn't want to like lose anybody um of course and then I remember this also this one other time, um, our apartment was above like an office and the office got broken into. Um, and the person who broke into the office, the thief, they went through like our driveway to our house. So my brother and I thought it was our responsibility to like investigate the crime. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, things like that. Like it was a very free spirited childhood. Like if we were curious about something, we just went ahead and did it because our parents weren't around so much of the time. What did your parents do? Um, my dad runs a biz- like a small business in South India. He runs a flour mill. I'm making flour for bread. Yeah, making flour for bread, uh, for rotis, of course, our Indian bread. Um, yeah, so that was my childhood. Okay. So what, what's your profession? I work in venture capital. Venture so, capital. Yeah. Okay. Do, you, do, you, do you know what that is? Have you heard no, of that? No, explain it to okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I invest in really early stage companies. Okay. Um, and we work with the founders of those companies to help them grow. And we hope they will be very big companies one day. (laughs) So do they find you or do you find them? Yeah, good question. Uh, So most of the times they find us, but it it doesn't necessarily come directly from them. A lot of it is introductions 
through people we uh, know and trust. Okay. And sometimes we find them as well. Okay. So what kind of companies do you usually look for? Um, what kind of companies do we usually look for? That's a good question. So we usually look for technology companies. So where like the technology is a core competence of the business. Um, and a company that's like capitalizing on some sort of uh, like consumer behavior shift. So like some sort of behavior is changing on the, in the world and they're building on top of that or some sort of like technology shift. So like everybody's working from home. So, so we're in technology for organization. Planning. Yeah, that's definitely a consumer behavior shift, mm -hmm. remote and distributed work. And we've been investing in that since 2017. So before it was cool, but also Uber, like GPS technology yeah. on your iPhone obviously makes it possible. Yeah. So that would be like, that would, Uber is a company that's capitalizing on a lot of um, technology shifts. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's um, the pro? Is that what you wanted to be when you was growing up in school, or no? What did you want to be? That's a good question. I don't know if I was ever those kids who was like, I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. Um, I but there was actually something I was really interested in being, which was a detective. I read like these series of books called Nancy Drew and they're about like a girl detective and how she basically like she's really curious about the world and I've tried to like model after her um, but like she finds these like mysteries to investigate just by living her life um, and I loved these books like I've, I've there's like hundreds of them and I've probably read like hundreds of them as well. Um, I read every single one that was in our school library and there were maybe like 200. What, so, how did you decide what you are going to study? Because if you weren't sure what you wanted to do, mm, your studying, your subjects would be, uh, it's like you're, you're quite open to any subject. Yeah, so I went to college um, in the US and you typically take the first year to actually explore and figure out like what subjects you want to double down on um, in the form of a degree. But I was starting, I studied economics and I was starting to get interested in economics before I went to college because my dad had a lot of these like behavioral economics textbooks lying around the house and you know I just like would pick them up and start reading um so yeah that's probably where like my interest in economics came from mm -hmm. okay that's good mm -hmm. so the degree you did was economics economics okay that's good. and what did you learn what did you learn about this whole industry that you've been in from your uni to the venture capitalism that you're in now mm. that you wish you knew when you started that's a good question one thing i wish i knew when i started university or one thing i wish i knew before i got my first job was um when i was getting my first job i really put focus on the company i was going to work for 
So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go work for Uber. Instead of being like, I'm going to go work for this like person who works inside of Uber. And my first few jobs, I picked the companies and they were, they were good jobs. Like I got a lot out of them. Um, but for my current job, I was much more focused on like the person I was going to work for. And that's, um, that's been like a lot more rewarding to have taken that approach. So you, in the job interview, you're mm. making sure that you feel comfortable with that person. It's not just in the job interview, even before you go to the interview, even even like before you apply to the company, I think you should have a sense of who it is that you want to learn from. Okay, and go like target those people. Um, I mean, this is, I don't, I have no idea if it's the better approach, but it's definitely worked out better for me to do it this way. Um, and like, since so, since everybody's living so much of their lives online, people will leave all these like digital breadcrumbs of their identity and their thought process all over the internet. And you can use that to really figure out, oh, like this is the person I want to work for, or like these are this is a list of ten people I want to work for. Um, what advice would you give? to somebody who wants to work in venture capitalism? Mm, good question. Um, so venture capital is like kind of notoriously hard to get into. Um, but I think there's definitely like ways in. The way I went about it was very much like a fake it till you make it mentality. Um, so I started writing these, what I called fantasy investment memos before I had the job. So let's say like a venture capital deal was announced in like tech media, like TechCrunch, um, if you know what that is, but basically it's just like a tech media publication. Okay. And when a company raises a round of funding, um, and it's like interesting enough to the TechCrunch audience, they cover it. So they say, like, this company raised this round of funding. Like, company Uber raised a $20 million, whatever, Series A round, right? Um, and then what I would do is if the company looked interesting, I would try to write, like, a little memo on, like, what I liked and didn't like about the company. And if I had seen that deal, um, my thought, exactly, how I would have evaluated it. Okay. Um, and then I, yeah, I went from one memo to the other memo to the other memo. And yeah, one memo led me to the next. Mm. And then when my boss was hiring for my current role, I sent him some of these memos. Okay. And I think it's a big part of why I actually got the job. So I think it's not just about venture capital. Like if you want to get into any job, the internet does make it theoretically easier to start doing some version of mm. that job today. You, ca you probably can't do the whole job because you're not actually doing the job. But there's probably some version of it that you can start doing today. Yeah, I understand. That's good. The root of education. Knowing that you're in eventually capitalism. Yes. Would you have taken the same root of education? Oh, uh, that's a good question. No, I wouldn't have gone to college. You wouldn't have gone to college? No. 
Obviously, this is like a very privileged perspective, but no, I think the uh, I don't think college really like for a lot of reasons sets people up the best, and it doesn't feel like it should take four years and cost parents and families hundreds of thousands of dollars, at least in the U.S., mm -hmm. to educate their children. That just seems completely off. And in college, it's like people are being, like your teachers and your professors, they're being paid to pay attention to you, which is so different from how the real world works. Go on. Mm. Okay, that's um, So I think I may have started doing like little internships or whatever, like even work study programs um, earlier instead of going to college. And if I had gone to college, I would have studied computer science, I think. Do the venture capitalism, business, your company, do they have their own training package? Uh, they do not. My company is only two people. Okay. It's me and my boss. And my boss is in LA and I live in London, of course. Okay. So. So you're up at certain hours. Huh? You're up at inconvenient hours. Yes. Yeah. My sleep routine is not ideal at the moment but i i love what i do so well you've been a great um thank you guest. The last yeah this is such a cool idea i love it thanks the last question is what's the impact you want to have on the world mm. i want to help a lot more people find um work that they love and I'm, I run a little side project where I feature top talent um, anonymously looking for their next thing. Do you want to give a shout out? Yeah. Say, say what it is? Yeah, it's called Talent Drops. Um, and you can go to our, it's a newsletter um, that goes out every two to three weeks. And the URL is Talent dot substack dot com okay. yeah good. well thanks a lot for that yeah thank you okay. thanks for having me I wish you well yeah. we hope you liked that interview don't forget to like share and subscribe to get the latest daily episode Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.